Mark and Paul checking in for Monday, One Line Monday, last week of July. August is upon us next weekend. Got a message from a guy that messages every day talking about growing up with Tony Orlando and Don. I can still hear them coming out of my mom's Volkswagen radio. And back before all the technology, if you didn't shut the radio off in the car, it would eventually drain the battery. That happened to us one time. Mom said, I thought I heard music. (laughs) Oh, well, warm one yesterday. And I know I wasn't outside working probably as long as you were yesterday, but spent some time in the yard and pulling some weeds and doing that. I went to one of the Portland, Oregon TV station websites this morning to see how they were covering this because, you know, this is nonviolent out there. There have been a couple dozen law enforcement guys injured. And one of the clips I saw this morning, not from the Portland TV station, but on Fox where somebody let off a device that exploded and shot something hot at a police officer who was wearing a body cam. And boy, those come in handy. Still like to see those here in Billings. But uh, if you're headed out to Portland and you don't know anybody, uh, I think we're all going to get together tonight about sundown. Uh, bring some fireworks. What? If you've got some, uh, you got some magazines, 30-round clips for any of the AR weapons, go ahead, put those in a bag with some Molotov cocktails. And uh, just follow the crowd, man. We'll be easy to find. I really like golf, but I've never played it 60 days in a row. This website's also got... Eight things to do when you go to Portland. How about support your local crafters at a virtual market? (laughs) If you listen to us for any length of time, you know about the contractually mandated post that we have to do every day. And I did mine every Friday. I just give little snippets of stuff from my life, stuff on the show, uh, maybe stuff that's going on in the news that kind of popped up and was a deal. And I had 11 different things I talked about. Uh, One was how I'm not going to play fantasy football this year for the first time in more than 30 years because I just, I don't support what's going on. So I got one comment for that who said they're not going to support Major League Baseball either. Fantasy football's been around 30 years. Oh, longer. Keith Tilkins was playing when we started here in 88. Wow. That's crazy. I remember uh, our first general manager comes out of the office and says, Mark, you got to play this fantasy football. I just beat a guy without a quarterback because Brett Favre was out. I'm like, that sounds like my kind of waste of time. I better get a hold of that. <laughs> <laughs> but all the uh, all the comments in mine were about masks. And it's funny because it's uh, – what I said was I had seen one guy with a mask yell at another guy without a mask at Walmart, and that was two days before Walmart was requiring a mask, although gov- the governor had put out his mandate. Mm-hmm. And – uh, comments back and forth, and this girl says, I'm a nurse. I wear a surgical mask with COVID patients. Yes, it's that disposable paper mask that we reuse, and our patients are in negative airflow rooms. Nobody in my hospital has gotten it. Isn't that worth proving masks work? They cough in our faces all day long. I don't want to argue about your rights or liberties. I'm just telling you how it is here in Billings in our hospital. And that's been our point all along. If you want to wear a mask, great. Well, I read that article Friday from the surgeon that explains them. Mm-hmm. Black and white. Mm-hmm. Right there, it's black and white. Um, talked about operating rooms, why they wear surgical masks, the protocol they have to wear them. Uh, they do not protect from viruses. 
And the guy has done over 10,000 surgeries. Well, I still have it. Done over 10,000 surgeries. Former editor of a medical journal. He has uh, read all of the medical literature throughout his career. He is able through his career to be able to distinguish good science from bad, fact from fiction. Um, and he goes into the thing about masks. And, and you can show this to people. Mm-hmm. You can read it to people. And they still won't believe you. Exactly right. The f- one of the big lines he has in here is the failure of scientific literature that supports medical masks, even for influenza and all the other viruses that we have, is also why Dr. Fauci and the Surgeon General and the CDC and the WHO and pretty much every infectious disease expert on the planet stated that wearing masks will not prevent transmission. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. And and you don't want to believe it, you don't have to. That's all you need to know. The most highly educated, the most brilliant men on this, even our national agencies that deal with health issues, and they have all said it will not prevent the spread of a virus. Right. It's all right there. But if you don't want to believe it, don't believe it. I don't give a rats anymore. So don't believe it. I don't know if you know, but Colorado just set a 10 p.m. deadline for bars. Yeah, we had that Friday. Yep. Remember, their science is different. Must be. Remember also, folks, in Colorado, their kids... 10 years of age and younger don't get coronavirus. Our kids in Montana, five years of age and younger, they don't get coronavirus. So in Montana, five and older wear a mask. In Colorado, 10 and older wear a mask. That's not science. All of these different rules for everybody in every state and every business show you that it's not science. Now... If you want to wear a mask, if you feel con, I think it also uh, leads people to have a false uh, feeling of safety mm-hmm. when they feel like they're bulletproof uh, when they wear these masks, and they have to realize it won't stop a virus. Right. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's why we've seen an increase in COVID nineteen. Because of this false premise that masks make you bulletproof and everybody's going out with masks on Mm -hmm. who are vulnerable and everybody's going out in these stores without wearing gloves, by the way, Mm -hmm. and they're all wearing masks because they believe that if you wear a mask, you're safe and everybody out there and we've seen notice how we've seen an uptick since people have started wearing masks. Right. And we know that they won't stop a virus. Right. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the paper today. There's a picture in the paper uh, from the weekend. 
where our Trailnet executive and a group of others gathered along with Billing City Council members to celebrate the completion of a section of the Skyline Trail along Highway 3. And uh, one, two, three, four. I'm looking at uh, some of these people and they don't have masks on. And they're in a group there. A group of people, eight. Mm-hmm. Um, that trail, uh, somebody donated $60,000 to help get it going, and it covered 750 feet of it, of the three-mile trail. <laughs> we, should, we should be in the trail building business, I guess. Holy crap. They want to build... Uh, They want to build a 26-mile trail system, the Marathon Loop. It'll connect the rims to the heights to the downtown area to the west end. So, a 26-mile trail system. Let me just do a little calculating for you. Uh, Let me find my calculator here, wherever the hell that's at. Calculator. Okay. So, uh, 5,000, 5,280 divided by, let's say 750 equals K seven. Let's just for the purpose, call it seven of those per mile. So that means that each mile of bike trail Cost about four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Good lord. K times twenty six equals eleven million seven hundred thousand dollars at their current rate. Now, when they go through the city and certain areas like that, it could be more money or down the rims, mm-hmm. or it could be. But at that rate of seven hundred and of sixty thousand dollars per seven hundred and fifty feet. That's getting close to, well, between 11 and $12 million for that. Right. And by the way, uh, no license plates, fees for bicycles, none. Hey, if they can raise the money, I'm all for I'm 100%. I'm your biggest supporter if you can raise the money for it. So you go for it. Raise the money. One of my biggest problems with this whole COVID thing is that we have, we have people, we have people who do not have any degree or any education in science or medicine, and they're making all the calls. Also, it's a non-elected position with all that power. So I ought to be able to do John Felton and Governor Bullock's surgeries. There you go. I should be able to do their surgeries. I work on animals. All the time. I give them vaccinations and sew up their legs and put have, splints on them. You have the basic working knowledge of right, anatomy. Right. I ought to be able to do their surgeries. And you know what they would tell you? Well, that's absurd. It's ridiculous. Well, you got a business degree in a public... In a public... Um, public health degree. And you're making science and medicine decisions? I was able to watch uh, some of the Reds game over the weekend. 
Uh, in fact, yesterday during lunch, I saw just a little bit of it. And uh, it's funny because they got the background noises going and <laughs> the places are empty. You know, there's not a person in there. There's just a couple of their staff in the stands to retrieve balls if they're foul balls or something. But that's it. It's kind of an eerie thing. Okay, let's see here. Yeah, the bag the bag that was found in Portland contained load, loaded rifle magazines, Molotov cocktails, where the protest erupted. A shooting was reported in the same park hours earlier. Two people arrested. The person who received the gunshot, non-life-threatening injuries. AP writer says, quote, it was not clear, though, if either incident was connected to the demonstrations. <laughs> Molotov cocktails. <laughs> Molotov cocktails. Uh-huh. Okay, then what would that be connected to? Somebody who came from from Nashville just to see Portland this type of year, and they, they were packing like any normal tourist would. <laughs> their camera, uh, their shorts. Uh-huh. And their bathing suit in case they get to the ocean. And Molotov cocktails. You people are so relentless yes. in your pursuits. Yes. The fence protecting the courthouse in Portland from the nightly assault by protesters. No, those aren't protesters. See, AP, you see they're wrong in that first sentence already. People who attack a courthouse and want to burn and break into it are not protesters. They're not protesters. No, they're not. Those are not protesters. Demonstrators again appeared well organized and bent on confronting law enforcement. You know, this is interesting because uh, the only protest I've been a part of is we did our little march for Paul, and I didn't bring a gas mask, I didn't carry a shield, I didn't bring my hockey stick. Uh, I didn't bring my leaf blower to blow the tear gas smoke back at officers. Oh, you had all that with you, huh? Yeah, in Portland, umbrellas uh, to thwart police and crowd dispersal or attempt to conceal criminal acts. That's why my little thing I said on Friday, this movement in America is all part of a process that we're seeing, and it's... It all ties together, and it doesn't matter if it's COVID, if it's Congress, if it's the Black Lives Matter movement, it's the protests. It's all part of the transformation of America, and that's why it's so serious. And I really, deep down, I just have a gut feeling that America quietly has had it with this, mm -hmm. and, and America, I believe, is going to stamp this fire out, even though... You would never know it. You know, they do all these polls, for instance. And there's another one today that they talk about, a new poll uh, about Joe Biden and President Trump. And uh, people are just, uh, they're not happy with President Trump. And they say 47% of these people just do. But they never tell us the DNA or the makeup of that 47%. They just give you the number. They never tell you about the 47%. They never tell you um, these are the people we were able to get in contact with who are currently unemployed, who are in the age group of 18 to 25, who claim to be uh, a progressive, who you don't get the makeup of any of these people. All you get is the number. Right. 
Now, this would be interesting. If we went to Portland, look at that crowd there, that picture of the crowd in Portland, all those people who whenever you go to a peaceful demonstration, you always wear black masks and goggles and you're yeah. all... See, it'd be, it'd be interesting to do a sample like Fish and Game does. Fish and Game goes into the river and they throw a big net out into the middle of the river and the net falls down and they pull up a whole bunch of fish and they look at each one of those fish and they weigh them, they age them, take samples from them. It'd be, it'd be cool to be able to do the same thing to the demonstrators. Go out there in Portland and take a net and just, well, just for the poll. But it would work perfect. Just throw a net uh-huh. and get about 12 of them. Right. Okay. And that's how you do your study. And then, and then let's ask them all of these questions. Okay. You've got, say you got 12 and you got all 12 of them standing right there in front of you. Let's ask them a couple questions. Okay. Um, this protest has been going on for 58, 60 days, whatever it is. Uh, I, it's getting close to 60 days. Right. All right. Here's the first question. Um, number one, what is the last year of the highest year of education that you have? Okay. Okay. Let's, let's ask them, see what it is just for the hell of it. Uh, are there any with master's degrees? Are there, you know, what we find out just right there. Okay. Um, do, were you able to vote in the last presidential election? And if so, who did you vote for? Who is your current employer? <laughs> we ask him that. Who's your current employer? How many hours a week do you work? Uh, because they've been there for 60 days, by the way. This would be a good question. What uh, What is your home address? What's your home address? If If we were going to mail you each a check for five thousand dollars, what What? Give me your home address. Um. See what their home address is. Do any of you have a criminal record? Ask them that. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of you have prior criminal records? Okay, ask them that. Uh, or any of those criminal records, have they ever been for any drug conviction or anything like that? Um, you know, we're just trying to get a, a scenario of mm-hmm. the makeup of the protesters. What, uh, what, what class in high school did you excel in? Do you have any trade skills whatsoever? Any of you former U.S. military? Um, you know, these are the kind of things that I would like to know. And and remember, we just threw the net out there, and mm-hmm. we just grabbed 12 random people, and we, we brought them all in. How, ma- how many days, how many days have you been here at the protest? Ask all of them. You know, one may be, see, I've been here for three weeks. The other one might say, I've been here all 60. One of them might say, I've been here four and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Then ask them this. Uh, here's the next one. Have you taken PTO to come to the 
uh, protest in Portland? Uh, are you using your own personal time off from work? What is your yearly income? Let's ask all of them that. Uh, what's your yearly, yearly salary? Where is your current place of employment? Let's ask them that. Okay. Current place of employment. Uh, remember, we just threw this this little hula hoop out there and we just circled 12. We just we let it land wherever it landed. We're asking these people um, those questions. Here's another one. Have you attended any other protest anywhere else in the country? Ask them that. Um, all these questions, I would love not one news agency or reporter has gone out and asked any questions of the makeup and the character and the history of any of these protesters. True. None of this stuff. I mean, I think those are all interesting questions that really would be cool to find out about these people. Um, because what they want you to believe is these people are people that work at Ace Hardware. They work there from eight until six o'clock. They got a family. They got three kids. And uh, one of them's a little league coach. And, and and they just feel they feel so strongly about this that at night, then after they have dinner with their family, they put on their masks and they get their Molotov cocktails mm-hmm. and their guns and their billy clubs and their bats and their crowbars. And then they go downtown to celebrate the freedom of America to the right to protest. See, that's what they want you to believe. But with my with my scientific experiment, I just threw a net out there randomly and got these people. Right. And we're going to ask them all these questions and find out that information. I think that America would go, are you kidding me? If they heard the answer to all those questions from the group that we just randomly selected. How many of you are getting paid to be there? Exactly. That's why I asked them, what's your yearly income? Where's your current place of employment? Right. All that. I asked all those questions. Do you have a wife or a spouse at home with kids? What church affiliation would best describe you and your situation? All of those questions I would love to ask. Right. If you do have a college background, what university did you go to? Did you go to Montana State or did you go to, say, Berkeley or uh, New York University? I mean, those. I would love to see those questions. But they won't ask them. But the picture that they paint in America is totally different. Now, Friday, I promised you I was going to give you some history on Black Lives Matter. And this is... Where the media in the United States and our local TV stations and all of the others portray Black Lives Matter as a civil rights group in America that is for the purpose of their organization just fighting for civil rights for black Americans. That's what everybody thinks it is. Everybody thinks Black Lives Matter is like uh, the most respected member of Congress who just passed recently, John Lewis. Right. Who, with 
with peaceful intentions, crossed the bridge, and was the first one hit by a club uh, to get civil rights for African Americans in the country. Everybody thinks the group is a civil rights group, Mm -hmm. a group that wanted the right to vote, a group that wanted the right to eat in a white restaurant, a group that felt that it was wrong that they had to ride in the back of the bus, and they were absolutely right. And remember, never forget that Democrats fought that for years. Even our own from Montana, Mike Mansfield. And you can go look, folks. Don't believe me, you can go look in the history of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and see what Mike Mansfield at the time was willing to give African Americans, but you can also see what he was not willing to give them. So everybody in America thinks they're this calm civil rights group. And anybody who wants to, if you want to do the groundwork, you can go in there and you can Google Black Lives Matter and you can read about their organization in the history. And Black Lives Matter uh, never missed out on an opportunity to take advantage of a crisis. Um, We saw it when it happened in Baltimore. We saw it when it happened in Ferguson, Missouri. We saw the resurgence of them fast forward uh, after George Floyd was killed by a rogue cop in Minneapolis. And I got some stuff here to tell you about their history. In fact, Black Lives Matter approval rating doubled where it stood four years ago. Went from 27 to 57% after the George Floyd death. Black Lives Matter. This researcher that did all this too was brilliant, by the way, because in his research, if you look at the research... Each thing that he cites is uh, italicized to where if you click on that, it gives you all the sources Okay. whenever he talks about it. Black Lives Matter proudly proclaims its belief that all black Americans should receive a guaranteed minimum income. Now, this is all in the organization of Black Lives Matter. Okay, everybody has their own purposes, their own goals, their own their own agenda and constitution. They believe that black Americans should receive a guaranteed minimum income and free health care, free schooling, free food, free real estate, free gender reassignment surgery, free abortion, and bring an end to all jails as we know them. Their goals disrupt the traditional family, demand reparations on behalf of foreign nations as well, and form a global liberation movement that will overturn U.S. imperialism and capitalism. Wow. That is their, that's their motto. Black Lives Matter is a political organization with an agenda no less comprehensive than reshaping the entire world, and the media have not reported any of this not in context americans rightly outraged by incidents like the indefensible killing of george floyd by a rogue policeman with a long history of complaints adopted the slogan to demand proper treatment under the law 
It's one of our cornerstones, by the way, of Western civilization, is law. They often protest this to the end. And as long as the protests are peaceful, <coughs> excuse me, they're exercising their freedom enshrined by the Bill of Rights. However, people have no inkling that Black Lives Matter is not just a maxim or a graphic that is posted online. It is a radical pressure group that has embraced extremist positions. And so, and this is important, those who march under their banner are unwittingly putting themselves in a position to be identified by Black Lives Matter activists as endorsing their beliefs. Now, see, that's an important part because we have thousands upon thousands of young college kids that are just joining in because they didn't think that that was right. And they're absolutely right in thinking that. And by the way, almost all Americans know that that killing was not right. That man is a murderer. He should be tried. He should be incarcerated. We all believe that. But all the people that are protesting with them, they have no idea who they are relating to. Wow. Black Lives Matter activists have made no secret their views. Black Lives Matter was solely about police brutality and extrajudicial killings. One of the three co-founders of Black Lives Matter is Opal Tometi. Who Opal Tometi confessed to the New Yorker, and that's one of the ones that was italicized, the New Yorker, and you can go and you can read the article. This issue, he said, quote, is just a spark point to begin for calling for defunding the police, a moratorium on rent, a moratorium on mortgages and utilities, and issuing demands relating to housing, education, and our health care systems, unquote. To present their demands more completely, the Black Lives Matter Network joined dozens of other groups and found the movement for black lives. Their platform is this. The U.S. is a country that does not support, protect, or preserve black life. The organization, original statement said, and so we seek not reform, but transformation. Here are the steps that the organization proposes. These are all in, by the way, their platform. Reparations through racial socialism. Their platform, which Black Lives Matter endorses, says, quote, we demand reparations for past and continuing harms, including both corporate and government reparations for a litany of ills that include a food apartheid, racialized capitalism, Government reparations will take the form of a guaranteed minimum livable income for all black people. Their universal health care policy mandates that wealthy residents pay a portion of their services while low income and working class folks receive free services. The new system will be modeled on that of France and Germany. Black Americans will also receive government-funded control of food sources, housing, and land. Robust reparation programs will include full and free access for all black people, including undocumented and currently informally incarcerated people, 
to lifetime education at any university, community college, or technical facility, as well as retroactive forgiveness of their student loans. Oh, my God. That's number one. Number two, replacing education under the Black Lives Matter manifesto. Public schools would be transformed from centers of education to delivery points of intersectional and multicultural studies and comprehensive welfare programs, including free abortion for minors without having to specify your minimum age. The group continues that public school budgeting process must include representation from specific populations of people, including formerly and currently incarcerated people. They must be on all school boards. Defunding the police and ending prisons. Here's another header. Black Lives Matter's best known demand is to defund the police. They also propose an end to arrest of any black students and an end to all jails, detention centers, youth facilities, and prisons as we know them. House arrest would be promoted equally with imprisonment. The government would also expand Pell Grant funding to educate inmates America is an empire. They say American wars are unjust. As their manifesto states, Israel is an apartheid state. Americans' alliance with Israel makes the U.S. complicit in the genocide taking place with Palestinian people, and it makes U.S. citizens complicit in the abuses committed by the Israeli government. Black Lives Matter does not state what punishment they would like to mean out to civilians. However, it demands that lawmakers cut our U.S. military budget by 50%, which will lead to the closure of over 800 U.S. military bases that we operate around the world and the return of troops deployed overseas. Higher taxes. The group writes confusingly, though, that governments have increasingly decreased the use of a progressive tax plan. As a result, the wealthiest of Americans and powerful corporations continue to evade their fair share of taxes. It's said the top 1% of U.S. income earners pay 37%, and the top 10% of the U.S. pay 47%, while the bottom 44% of Americans, though, pay nothing. They want to begin by raising the top marginal rate to 50% and then up to 80% of every dollar you earn paid to the U.S. government. My God. The federal government, they said, should focus on taxing bads, not goods. Black Lives Matter would increase the death tax. They would increase the capital gains tax. They would impose new taxes on real estate transfers and final speculation and also create a national wealth tax. Each state would follow suit by imposing a progressive state income tax on individuals and corporations. And there would also be demanded by them 50 state wealth taxes where they tax your wealth every year. Here's their next motto. Reparations for drug dealers. (laughs) Black Lives Matter would legalize prostitution and the possession of sale and all drugs, no matter the quantity. Prisoners convicted of these crimes would be released and their records retroactively expunged. 
Any government savings then must be invested into reparations for all people who have been adversely impacted by the drug war and in the enforcement of prostitution laws. The government must also ensure people criminalized by the war on drugs are able to participate in legal drug markets where decriminalization has already taken place. They want to repeal the drug prohibition to take the drug business out of the cartel's hands. Black Lives Matter's thirst for racialized wealth redistribution does not stop on our borders either. The manifesto also demands reparations for foreign nations. The group said the United States make reparations to other countries and communities that have been devastated by American war making like Somalia, Iraq, Libya, Honduras, etc., Black Lives Matter also is demanding voting reforms, demanding universal voter registration as well as pre-registration for 16-year-olds. Also for incarcerated people and undocumented residents of the country. Mark, this, this is Black Lives Matter. This is more than, folks, a civil rights organization that are finding for civil rights. This is a total transformation of America and, and everybody that is supporting them in all fairness, I don't think they know what they're supporting. I would say you're right. A lot of these people think they, they were, they're just mad because a rogue cop killed a black man who was being arrested, Mm -hmm. a piece of scum on the earth. And they were protesting because they know it's not right, which all of America knows it wasn't right. But they don't know when they're marching arm in arm with them and they're supporting Black Lives Matter, what they are supporting. Now, what's interesting about this is a lot of their motto, a lot of their their designations, a lot of their uh, talking points and, and their goals of the organization. A lot of this has all been embraced by the democratic party of the United States. Right. I mean, you can hear it, but, um, folks, it should scare you. It should scare you. This is what they want. This is what they want our country to become. And, uh, all the information, you know, you can read, if you folks want to, you can read for days online, about the organization and the people behind it. Um, and uh, the transformation of America that they want. No kidding. And they have funding, deep pockets behind them. We, we know about George Soros and people like that who funnel billions of dollars into these organizations to create mayhem. And, uh, that's why it, it's so this time around, it's just, it's so important because we've, like I said, Friday, if we lose America, the America that we have had for 250 years, we'll never get it back. Can we improve America? Hell yes. There's always improvement. There's always room for improvement in America to make us better, stronger. Uh, this will not do that. No kidding. So 
before you jump on board and start uh, wearing Black Lives Matter shirts and hats and T-shirts and I'm a member, uh, you may want to read some of this stuff because eventually they're come, they may come after you. Yeah. And just read it and read and learn. And I'll bet after we threw that net out and we got 12 people there that we just randomly got, mm-hmm. we could ask them about this and ask them, do you know this is what they want to do? Most won't. Most of them won't. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's eye-opening. Mm-hmm.